Welcome to Suburbanite Insights, the show where we talk about stuff and things and other things. Insights. Other stuff. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price, and I'm here with the other pillars in my life. Oh, that's so nice to Damn, hear. Man, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever oh said about goodness. So, I got, right. is that me? Is that, is that me? Or is that your two legs? Uh, no, my legs, my legs, like don't, yeah, my legs don't hold stand. me up, but what, you do. What pillars? Okay. All right. Well, Fazman here. Let's party. I like this kind of stuff. I like yeah. this dumb, yeah. beautiful, yeah. smart stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shasi, I like to party too. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's party. You can't, you can't say I like to party. I said I like to party. Only one of us can like to party. Anyway. All three of us party. <laughs> anyway. So, boys. What's per my per my usual, I have a little bit of a story to tell you. What's going on, Yoshi? <laughs> Yoshi. So, given given the uh, the Halloween season and the cooler air, leaves starting to fall. I've been uh, real excited to get towards Halloween, and one of the things that uh, as an adult I had not. Uh, looked into since being a child and reading about it was the history Vagina. of the jack-o'-lantern. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> child to adult. Sorry, I, I just had to guess. That was The elusive jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> the, the elusive jack-o'-lantern. Okay. So I remembered uh, as a kid, I had I had this little book of like modern myths, and one of them was about the story of the jack-o'-lantern. I remembered it kind of being interesting, but dear God, I did not remember it being so funny. Is so, that funny? I don't remember. It's, I don't, it's actually I kind of funny. I personally do not remember being funny at all. So I'm curious <laughs> to hear about this. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. Party remember, on. Yeah, it's it it. I I was laughing doing some research here. Um. So just you know, little background. The the name Jack O' Lantern is uh like an alternative name for Will of the Wisps. Which are little flickering balls of light that hover over peat bogs. Mm, we talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. I, I used the will o' the wisps in in Reaper. Yes, the wisps. They, they yeah, guide, they guide you into. Mm-hmm. They lead. Your... They lead lost wanderers back Absolutely. to the trail. So the jack o' lantern is another name for that. However, mm. um, the origin of using that name comes from this story. Uh, it's a it, it's a story about a guy named Stingy Jack. Sounds now, <laughs> about right. Tell me if you heard this one before. Stingy Jack was an Irishman who, according to legend, lived many centuries ago. He was a drunk, a sneak, and an expert trickster. And just I'm Irish. Kind of overall. Thank you for calling out my best reputation. qualities. He was he was the ultimate trickster. Though. Yeah, he was an asshole. He tricked the one who can't be tricked. Yes. Oh, you're remembering. You're remembering. I, that's why I asked which version, because, no, this is my favorite one, Stingy Jack. Yeah, so Stingy Jack was such an asshole, um, and his reputa- reputation was so deplorable that when Satan heard about this guy's ways, he had to go collect that particular soul personally. Now, some versions of the story say the devil was impressed or was skeptical that Jack wasn't as bad as people said he was, or that he was even kind of jealous that someone, like a human could be that famous for being that evil. Could be that devilish. <laughs> right. Yeah. So kind of like a tax collector. He was that, he was that times 10. Yeah. He was so like he, a swindler. Yeah, he was, he was just a shyster. He's a junk shyster. Um, yes. So. <laughs> yes. Regardless, Lucifer Morningstar, the former sexy lead singer of the Heavenly Angels, who oh. broke away <laughs> to have a more hard-edged solo career. Of course. Decided that Stingy Jack was a dude he needed, who needed a celebrity escort to hell. Well, wouldn't you want the same? <laughs> so <laughs> this glorious. guy didn't know I, it. I, I like this story already. He didn't Josh. know it. But when Jack the Jackass left the bar one night, he came upon Satan on the road. Immediately realizing that his card had been pulled and doing some surprisingly quick thinking for a drunk dude, asked the devil if he could have one last drink before hitting the lake of fire. Now Satan... Being the ultimate party boy, pulled a stone cold hell yeah. yeah. Hell and the two, yeah. And the two of them sidled up to the closest bar. And they had themselves a night. Like the both of them were drinking. Getting crazy, getting wild. <sighs> and yeah, shrugged, just, I just shrugged my beard. Just, <laughs> they had, yeah. Now hey. we need to splash, splash a couple over our heads for that hell yeah. Hell yeah. You so want, You want a beer? <laughs> 
no, I'm good. I'm good. I need to be able to get through this. <laughs> Leave it up to us. <laughs> terrible, terrible influences, the two of you. So anyway, so so Satan and Jack are are at uh, at the bar, and when Jack the Jack Wagon finished getting drunk again, this is the second time he's been drunk tonight. He told Golden Boy Lucifer to pay the tab. Golden Boy is an Oscar De La Hoya. No, it's in Lucifer. Yes. <laughs> you you've been calling Jack <laughs> by three different names. I'm just saying, Jack the Golden I, Boy. I said Golden Boy Lucifer. No, I know, but yeah. before that, I'm. Yeah. Oh, no, Jack told Lucifer to pay yeah. the bill. <laughs> he just made this badass yeah, so, deal with So him. Satan himself has yeah. to pay the bill. Now, our dear Lucy didn't have any scratch in his pockets. <laughs> Apparently being the Lord of Hell is more of a passion project than a lucrative venture, so he had no money. He was a little light. Yeah. <laughs> right. A little light. Like, he he does this for the for the joy of it. Yeah. Or, or I, the I can't imagine for the cause. Uh, yeah. I can't right. imagine yeah. Satan being fiscally <laughs> responsible. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's broke as a joke and twice as funny. <laughs> so Jackie Boy talks Satan into turning himself into a coin. And Jack would pay the tab with the Satan coin, and then Satan would turn himself back into himself, and the two of them would dip out. Not realizing that it would be way more evil to just bail on their tab, the devil agreed. Jack then picked up Lucifer in coin form, and put him in his pocket, where he just so happened to have a crucifix. Across, yeah. All right, so Jack's in Lucifer's pocket. Lucifer's in Jack's pocket. Lucifer's in Jack's pocket. Yeah. Wow. He's got the devil in his back pocket. Oh, my goodness. And he's got Jesus in his back pocket. Wow. So Some two, two-sided two <laughs> coin there, but pretty solid. So the devil, realizing he had been beaten and could not turn back into his horniness until... Jack removed the crucifix, decided to cut a deal. He would leave Jack to his drinking and debauchery for 10 years. Jack would be left alone and left alive, and the devil would come back. So a decade later, but still many years before losing a fiddle contest against a child, the devil returned to collect Jack's soul. (laughs) We, We know about that fiddle song. Against a young Robert Johnson in his youth in the Delta. Yeah, Ralph, devil, was, devil was robbed again. Was Ralph Macchio a part of this? It could be Robert Johnson, Ralph Macchio, or fucking uh, old boy Charlie Daniels. Anyway, the devil went down anyway. Georgia. <laughs> so long before, long before Georgia was anything other than a person. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love this already. So yeah, so the devil returns to collect Jack's soul. Jack agrees to go, but the road to hell led them past an apple tree. And because God is, like, the biggest fan of symbolism and callbacks, as they approached this apple tree... You think Satan would know not to approach <laughs> right. this forbidden tree for a certain reason. For but some I'm other sure reason. Jack tricks him into climbing this <laughs> And it's I'm an almost apple certain. Tree. I'm almost certain he does. It's an apple tree. It's an apple tree. You know, yeah, devil, what could go wrong? devil's got a little bit of, uh, l- little bit of sentimentality in there. Yeah. So, as they approach this tree, Jack asks the devil um, if he can have an apple as his last meal on earth. And Goddamn right you can. Jack kind of waves his hands over his head, and he's like, hey, man, like, I can't reach the lowest apple. Would you mind climbing this tree and grabbing me this delicious apple? So, Satan agrees, Fucking because soccer. as, <laughs> as agrees. lit majors have discovered after being forced to read Paradise Lost, Lucifer is not actually a bad guy. <laughs> Jeez. So he climbs up the tree, and turns Jack's out the devil. the devil is also really bad at climbing trees, <laughs> because in the time it took him to climb to the lowest branch and grab an apple, Jack had somehow surrounded the tree with a metric fuckton of crucifixes. Holy smokes! So now, yeah, and it's funny because the like the original story, I remember, he was just like he carved one in the bottom, and it's like he's he's like a tall enough like being to just grab the lowest branch, you know? <laughs> but it makes it seem like he's just like a half an inch taller. Yeah. Like, hey, you're a better climber than me. Can you climb up this tree? Well, here's the thing: you you literally said the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah, and he's got to climb. Got to climb the tree. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking is like a, a grasshopper. No, I'm 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 thinking he's like Tom Cruise height. 
<laughs> he's like a cat. He gets up there, but he can't come down. Right. You know I mean? But like you said, like the literal <laughs> translation is putting a fuck ton of crucifixes. Yeah. The 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 story he like surround he slams crucifixes into the ground around the tree. So now Satan is stuck in the tree, like Shasti so yeah. eloquently put it, like a cat. Um, and unfortunately, the fire department had not been developed yet, so no one could come get him out. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Sure. And uh, <laughs> Satan is getting a little frustrated and realizes he's going to have to spend eternity in the nine circles of hell with this asshole and asks Jack what he wants this time. So Jack says he wants the devil to promise that he would never have to go to hell. Lucifer, Boom. immediately realizing this is a golden opportunity, agree- agrees. I am never going to have to see you again. You are not coming into my house. Let's You've be done with each other. me now yeah. already. And- but at the same time... Right? Because he... Oh, we're getting to that. Right? (laughs) Hold your horses. We are getting to that. (laughs) So they they make their handshake agreement. Jack never has to go to hell. The devil never has to deal with Jack again. They go their separate ways. Years later, when the cirrhosis catches up to Jack's drinking habits... (laughs) Cirrhosis. 20 years later, a bookie breaks his legs for being a degenerate gambler. No, no. That was before. Now we're, right. We're That's why he couldn't climb the tree. Now the bookie broke his leg. He, he swindled somebody who wasn't the he, Lucifer. So Jack finally dies. And he finds himself walking up to the Golden Arches because even heaven is not exempt from the anachronistic pl- product placement of our time. <laughs> You're so eloquently putting this beautiful story. I love it. Upon arrival, St. Peter informs John that he's not on the guest list and to try the underground club, Hell. Jack, I, I got kicked out last week, bro. <laughs> Jack doesn't expect a whole lot of success, but he goes down there anyway. And when he arrives, the devil and his crispy boys are delighted to tell <laughs> Jack Jack... crispy boys! <laughs> ...that their verbal contract... Due to their verbal contract, Satan cannot allow Jack into Hell even for a second. Not even to go to the bathroom. Convenient. <laughs> so, Jack... Realizing he has screwed himself out of an eternity anywhere, starts to slink away. An eternity of holding your piss. Well, yeah, he's got to hold his piss, and he realizes that his devious ways have left his soul to wander alone in the dark for all eternity. With a full bladder. Right. (laughs) And the devil, again, proving he's actually a nice guy, saw how sad Jack was as he walked away, called him back to the gate. Satan told him that if he had to travel through the in-between places forever, there was no reason to do it in the dark. So Lucifer Morningstar, all-around good guy and real hero of the story, <laughs> grabbed a near- nearby pumpkin. Some versions say rutabaga. Some say potato. Some say potato. Potato. Some say half-eaten turnip. The true, yeah, the turnip. It's turnip or potato for the true Celtic. <laughs> and he carves a smiley face into this Mexican family. In, in, into, <laughs> into this vegetable. And drops an eternal candle into it. Jack thanked the devil and walked off into the darkness, lighting his path with the very first jack-o'-lantern. The name jack-o'-lantern, by the way, comes from Jack's new name at the end of this story, Jack of the Lanterns. Of jack-o'-lantern. Hey, trick-or-treat motherfucker. So that's the story of how the devil gave so Jack's, light to the So Jack's world. worse than the devil. No, ja- I think everybody's worse yeah, than the devil, and yeah. the devil gets a bad rap. Yeah. Apparently, Jack's definitely. He climbed up that Jack's tree. Jack's definitely for that guy. way. Jack tricked the shit out of him. That wasn't cool, <laughs> right? Like, like regardless of what the devil's done, it's like, bro. He, I'd feel so bad for him, like a little kid. How do you swindle the swindler? Well, hold on now. Let's let's. We're getting into the real meat of this. Yeah. I'm gonna be the literal devil's advocate here. Let's do it. Who's the real swindler? <laughs> Is the devil really that bad of a guy? All he wanted to do was stop singing for a little bit and hang out. It's like, do you want to be a choir boy? You right. want to be a little cherub your whole life? Like, maybe he was a little arrogant, and he wanted a little, you know, a little shout-out from the from the guy up top about how good his voice was and how good his songwriting was. But ultimately, he was the leader of the band. He should have gotten some recognition. Shouldn't have had to go out and start his own record label. Yeah. Yeah. Devil's not so. Devil's not so bad. He and got, like I said, he got cast from like the East Coast to the West was, Coast. Right? Neither was, like, was Mussolini. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> Mussolini was, was verifiably an evil person. Lucifer. I have some questions. Fallen angel. I get it. Let's party. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, good guy, bad so guy, bad. whatever. He's the victim in this well, story. Well, uh, I mean, if you like Halloween, Lucifer's the victim of that story. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Realistically, you know, the, the the winner takes the spoils, and you know, the conqueror writes the history books. So Lucifer lost that war, and he had to be the bad guy. Yeah. But maybe he wasn't totally wrong. Assuming he's a real person. I have a feeling me and Lucifer are going to talk about this a lot over yeah, eternity. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be both frozen up I to think, our nipples. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think we're all we're going to be down there talking, <laughs> shooting the shit. So I want to talk about this, too, also. Mm-hmm. So not to steal anything from <laughs> one of my favorite comedians, Jim Jeffries. Why the fuck would Satan punish you for doing bad things? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, I mean, what's bad things? Like yeah. having fun, bad things? Because well, I don't even think I'm saying some fun. I don't believe some in fun. either, but I don't think Jesus is even going to give you problems for doing bad things. <laughs> like, like, oh, dude, you like to fucking party on the weekends, and go to work, and work hard as fuck all week. Let's go and back like, to the beginning. Like, why was healthy living the first sin? They ate a fruit. Yeah, some would say a banana. Well, so they just wanted to get their stamina up. <laughs> Stamina? No, you need the fucking Heart humans, potassium. Like. <laughs> Heart potassium. Well, I mean, they had just discovered fucking. Potassium they, is... They, the, they it, need some it, potassium it, in their lives. It's, it's, it's the God's vitamin. It's sent from it's above. It's the forbidden vitamin. The forbidden. But it's, it's, it's apples all across the board. Only because, only because of Martin Luther. Martin Luther was the first person to... Well, as, as far as I, I can tell, he's the first person to say that Eve ate an apple. Before that, it was a forbidden, just a forbidden fruit. And look what they did to him. They sent and, out. A, well, there's a, a lot of things. They sent out an army, right. an army to yeah. behead this motherfucker. But like you said, a thousand guys to kick him out. Apple or forbidden fruit. Like yeah. there's so many things that were just lost in translation. Like mm-hmm. like you like you uh, Jesus is a carpenter. Mm-hmm. There were no fucking forces in Jerusalem. He was well, like they, the word was tecton, which mm-hmm. was uh, a handyman. Yeah, is the direct translation. Are you mm-hmm. telling me and Jesus people, Christ couldn't hit a curveball? No, curve I'm just ball? saying when I'm, I'm saying when <laughs> Jesus Christ could hit a curveball, and, and Americans rewrote the whole story. He was a fucking carpenter. Yeah, and there wasn't fucking. He wasn't chopping down and milling trees. Right. He was using sand and water to make mortar mm-hmm. and to make bricks and a. To, right. Should, wood like, wood would have been a very small portion. I just of mean his, like small yeah. small things like that. It's Handyman. Like, is, is it an is apple? Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so many people are mad for eating an apple. It was like not a forbidden fruit. It's like it's, all right, what's a fruit? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like we need to get a little more technical here. <laughs> so, yeah. We're like, gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna oh, get I fun. can already tell. We're about to piss <laughs> off some Christians right now, and I'm gonna adjust this mic. <laughs> we already we already <laughs> said Lucifer's the man, and Jack's <laughs> a piece of shit for getting caught in a tree. Like, so it doesn't the, matter. We're just sexy bullshit. Lucifer and his crispy this, boys. This, yeah, yeah, the, the crispy. Where's the it? Celtic version? Right, the this is Jack O'Lantern. We weren't yeah. able to play magic cards in <laughs> St. Mary's. Like, we're just we're talking about Halloween right now. I don't. I'm pretty sure I knew. Yeah. Yeah, let's party. If you don't, yeah. Hocus Pocus Halloween, <laughs> all that shit. So, yeah, that's not even a thing, Halloween. Wow. All Hallows Eve because they denate, dominate, and denote demons. Yeah. And they, well, yes, yeah, yeah, I know you're shaking your head, but that, they came across like we shouldn't be celebrating Halloween for these certain points. Mm-hmm. Even though this is passed down and passed down. And maybe maybe it's because Satan wasn't all that bad. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Well, I mean, you're... Who knows the difference between heaven and hell? Who knows the difference between right and wrong? Mm-hmm. I know that if, if I go out and kill a guy, I'm going to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. It's just my moral <laughs> compass. But it's not for everyone. <laughs> not if it's yeah, killing's, yeah. killing's not for everyone. Not if it's Halloween. No, I mean, and it gets complicated because, like, even the the term Sam Hain kind of came up in my my research for the Jack Lantern because that's a, a a Celtic holiday that's that's comparable to you know uh, the the late season um, harvest festival. That's where it all comes out. It's it's harvest season, and that's yeah. why I think that's where it all came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, is because everybody gets nervous about harvest. Uh, yeah, everybody gets skeptical yeah. about harvest because. Mm-hmm. 
what's gonna make or what, break you? Yeah, exactly. It was a livelihood your, of your, your country. Trick or treat, your entire, yeah. trick or treat. No, seriously, your, your entire your entire livelihood. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So it's not trick or treat. It, it's it's trick or treat to the point where it's trick. Oh or my trick. goodness, we just fucked up, and we're we're two thousand pounds short of our crop. Yeah. Versus, you know, I mean that. I think that's where a lot of this came from. Um, being scared of your harvest season because that's mm-hmm. that's your whole family's on the line. Well, and then being one. jovial after you have a good harvest. Like Halloween it was not necessarily like the, the origins of the holiday were not necessarily fear. It was celebration of yeah. celebration of coming like soon, coming into a new year soon and having, you know, the people that passed on, you know, visit you for a day in some in some uh cultures and having even the concept of the witching hour and and witches in general was not a bad thing in pagan religions until the catholic church started putting the footprint on everything yeah because these these things we're talking about were way more survived than the bible yeah you know well and and even even druidic pissing off some fucking what little druidic uh culture we have thank you access to yes was much closer to just being in tune with nature, yep. appreciating the land around you and being conscious of the life around you, not killing wantonly and not over harvesting and not, you know, Which making goes sure against everything that America has been. Yeah, absolutely. F- over the course of their, their birth, you know, these witches and devils don't seem so bad. You know what I mean? They're they don't, to- they don't. When <laughs> they- you get down to the core of them, like, sure. When you go it back like far enough, brought in the- when you go back far exactly. enough, and you start you start it's looking into profitability. It's all about Sumerian culture with yeah. with with things like, uh, you know, the vampress uh, Lilith, which mm-hmm. someday we'll talk yep. about how you know Lilith was was a horror story to keep little girls in line, but that's only created by their daddies. Yeah. So ultimately speaking, you you had some cultures that that had. Uh, cautionary tales, similar to like uh, Grimm's fairy tales, but for the most part, a lot of these cultures were uh, self-sustaining. You know, they they just wanted to appreciate the land around them, and unfortunately, and the, when certain religions get involved, it bastardizes that. Absolutely, and that's where <laughs> the the cross between lore and history mm-hmm. and. And imagination. Sustain, imagination and sustainability mm-hmm. yeah. come into play. I think yeah. that's the biggest one is sustainability. Yeah. That's where all this stuff comes into play because fall is the, the land of harvest. And yeah. It's and a naturally so, introspective time, too. Mm-hmm. And with, like, the the lore. And they would blame the, 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 the sun The church's sun aspect or pagan aspect. It's still all history and lore and mm-hmm. a fun time of the year. Well, now it is, but it wasn't so fun when they owned acres and acres of land and had had crops to give up and and to sell. And so if you you really know what your family is going to be set up for at this point in the fall, Uh, at the end of the fall, your family should be set up through the winter, eating good, eating well, Mm -hmm. and have money to spend through the spring. Seed for next next crop. So that's, I think that's, that's the horror that's that's the lore. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the horror aspect of this whole thing, is for sure. Because it's the unknown, like we talked about before. You don't know what you're gonna get, and you don't know how much you're gonna have mm-hmm. next year. Right. It, it's a, it's all in the back of your mind. It's it's all that 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 weasel that mm-hmm. creeps into your brain and says, "I don't know if I can do this again." Yeah. 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 Well, and, and especially in agrarian societies where everybody was a farmer, you weren't necessarily yeah, s- even selling exactly. your crop. You just needed to be able to provide for your family and maybe your neighbors if they had a for rough day. one more yeah. year. One more. Mm-hmm. Imagine living your life like that. You know what I mean? Like season to just season, season to season. One more one year. One season affects the next two seasons. Absolutely. Yeah. One more year. Every every year that comes about. One more year. Mm-hmm. One more. It's got to be echoing in your head. One more year. One more year, it's <laughs> it's got to be debilitating and, and so frustrating. So it it's it, I, I feel like it, it I feel like it needed to be hap- it, it needed to happen. Yeah, well, um, it, you're, it's just it's to a, scare the the scare the kids into keeping the crop. 
I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say this is the season where you are the like you have that climax in anxiety, and then when you have a good a good crop, you you celebrate. So it's those two opposing emotions coming together. Yeah. And and being like, are we gonna okay. make it? Oh, we're gonna make it. Yeah, no, not necessarily. I'd, like, I'd agree. There, I would I would say certain stories certainly are used as cautionary tales. Look at yeah. look what we've we've already talked about. We're mm-hmm. talking about crops. We've talked about All Hallows Eve. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. You know, so scarecrows come to mind, mm-hmm. and that's that's a thing as yeah. far as our spooky season. Imagine mm-hmm. being Excuse like me. genius enough to come up with a scarecrow and being like. <laughs> You're a fucking sorcerer or a witch or something. Like, well, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, to keep your kids away. And it's it's a tough it's a tough realm to cross because I, I do feel like there was a certain aspect of just overall shift of emotions, and you know, you you've been in the dark before. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets scary sometimes, yeah. especially when you're a young kid. Especially as an adult, if you're in, in the dark, mm-hmm. not knowing which way's out, yeah, that's the dark. So well, we, we think, have a natural fear of, of the unknown. That's I darkness. Think, that's I think death. that a lot of this they they made this to protect themselves and protect the family for just just overall like letdown mm-hmm. and just stay away <laughs> from my fucking crops, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Like, right? don't yeah. you know, just you know, like, like children of the corn. I mean, like, the woods get the fuck out of my ourselves. Like, just don't come. Well, here. there's there's also an element of like some of these things that I were mean, just normal everyday, not too. scary yeah, things same. back then, are scary now. Like scarecrows, they weren't designed to be scary to humans. They were just yeah. Yeah. supposed to keep, trick keep birds. the birds to off. be yeah. super effective. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like with Jeepers Creepers and yeah. you know a whole bunch of other things that we compare scarecrows to, they have become a, a scary mm-hmm. thing for us. But it was just. But it's only. It, it, it's because it was just the, scare birds. Like, yeah, come on. Well, but for sure. But I mean, like the same kids that probably designed Jeepers Creepers or like that scarecrow to be an entity were the same kids that got lost in the cornfields, mm-hmm. and they saw a man on a cross stuffed with yeah straw. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like today, those things are scary. They they didn't used to be. Like witchcraft wasn't uh, as scary of a thing way way back it was it was more related to you know physicians and doctors mm-hmm. like it, Which we way are more scary back then as than a well anything. no not well yes the practices you look back are horrifying yeah, that's what i mean yeah. but when when you went to the witch doctor or you went to a witch for you know if, if your knees were hurting because you had arthritis the and they had a, yeah <laughs> they had an herbal remedy they didn't understand why it worked they thought it was witchcraft throw them in the water if they float we're gonna <laughs> right. fucking burn them in the stick what else floats well i mean i don't float nope i ain't Ducks. getting in there I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, i guess float? it kind of nope. floats into this thing i mean versus eastern or what western medicine i mm-hmm. mean yeah it's it kind of comes down to nowadays as well i mean because i know a lot of people that have written off Mm-hmm. Western medicine. Yeah, it's the same people who write off any vaccines, logical and, yeah. data of, but not of to, not to that point. Exactly, but I mean, how, where do you draw the line? I don't at science. Like today, yeah, we I don't draw the line. What ever. we would call witchcraft back in the day is nothing more than science now. Seriously, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, you're I guess that play magic cards was witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, shut I, the fuck up. I going to the bar. Hey, stingy Jack, going to the bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? With saying, yeah, like I would. Yeah. All right, if I can be more of a piece of shit than saying and not go to hell, <laughs> right? And not go to hell or heaven and just like party every Halloween. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a coal in a lantern, that's like yeah, in a dude. fucking pumpkin. All right, cool. That's exactly what I was talking about before about Jim Jeffries yeah, about you, being like, yeah. why would why would the devil sentence you to? Uh, a lifetime yeah. bath of hell and fire. This, I'm stealing this from Jim Jeffries. Mm-hmm. But, no, but it's but like perfect. If if you're doing bad things throughout your life, you're you know you're doing you're doing your drugs, you're 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 having promiscuous sex, you're fucking doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Why would the devil punish you for that? If anything, the devil's gonna be like, here, snort this line of coke <laughs> off this stripper's ass and have fun, boy. Let's party. <laughs> That's that's what I'm saying. That's the difference between, like, that's why I don't understand, like, 
organized religion because they make this guy out to be a bad guy. Well, I mean, even but Jesus in, 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 you, loved you, Mary Magdalene. You, you do bad things. Like, you I, do bad things. You go here. You do good things. You go here. Yeah. But why would the devil punish you for doing bad things? That's I don't more think of, that's a bad thing. Like It's more of a modern interpretation that the devil is punishing you. And I, I did not expect this to become a religious podcast, but... But we are now. Yeah, we've, we're, we're, we're balls we deep. In we've entered the term so, of hell. <laughs> we mentioned, we, we briefly we, mentioned go through the being ups to our, up, up to our nips in, in ice. Our nips. But so that when you, when you look at like uh, Dante's Inferno. I was just going to say, let, let me, let me drop the fucking seven layers. But yeah. What, what circle are we talking about? The well, jerk. I mean, if you, if you go all the, the way to the bottom, the ninth. <laughs> you've got you've got the, the devil's not ruling he's kind of he, he's frozen he's, he's frozen stuck. he's frozen he's the, he's still allowed to talk to people that exactly, come visit exactly. that, so that's that's the differentiation between religions is like where temperature nothing can grow in frozen aspect that's mm-hmm. that's the hell that Dante's trying to get across like mm-hmm. nothing can grow nothing lives nothing thrives hmm. well nothing can even grow in the First ring of hell, where it's fucking just fire. That's that's the. I mean, second. what can grow in? Well, I mean, realistically, there's only like one circle that's hot. As far I as think Dante the Jack Lantern story makes more sense than Dante's Inferno. But I love, <laughs> like, Infer- I love Dante's be, Inferno. Honestly, honestly, no, honestly, no, I don't. I honestly, I, 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 I think, I, I think I would agree with dante more than this well let, before we go that far let's realize that yeah. dante was basically just writing fan fiction about his boy virgil yeah of course like, yes, he, yes, he, yes, yes he had a he had an author yes. that he wanted to hang out with and he decided to write an entire trilogy of books two of which are fucking terrible about just walking through the, the three elements of the afterlife with yep. him yep. so i mean dante's opinions are a little skewed based on his it, or his statements are skewed by his opinions. But as you say that, I want to bring into light. Don't don't you agree on certain levels of hell? No, I don't agree in hell in general. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> we we here, boy. We're in hell right now. I, I'm not Christian either, bud. But I'm just saying, like, I think he kind of got it right as far as you know. As the as the Christian well, book lies, it's 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 hell everlasting. It's the, well, it's, I'm, I I have to cut you off there because that is a modern interpretation of literal theology, which is really only about 250 years old. So yeah, that book's hard the, as fuck. The traditional like, you could read that, and I could read it, and Greg could read it, and we could come up with well, it's all right. interpretation. But so the the shit. traditional teachings that lasted through Jewish tradition into early Christian tradition, and up until, you know, at least you know the 1200s or the 1100s when the when things got a little wonky, was that humans didn't go to hell; they ceased to exist. Like okay. that was that was hell for you. Like hell yeah. was <clears throat> was a, a the pit of fire was was designed for the fallen angels, and they're the only ones who are described as going there. Like there's a there's a waiting place in Jewish tradition. Uh, there's two waiting places in Jewish tradition where good guys would go to Abraham's bosom and then Abraham um, has the, bosom. the bad guys would go to I got two. Um, uh, their ver- not not Hades. What was it called? Um, Shmades. Sheol. Sheol. They would go okay. to Sheol. And <clears throat> after after that, like eventually you just cease to exist. You're even in their tradition. God was not so sadistic that he would torture you for the rest of eternity he would just end your suffering and end you so that is the more appropriate understanding of the afterlife for those who don't go to heaven as far as christian tradition goes but outside of that i mean hell is just fun to talk about fun to think about as a concept like i said do I mean, line up a hooger's ass i mean if it's real scares the shit out of me yeah you know i'm going to what was that keanu reeves movie Fucking uh, Constantine? Constantine, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I'm Michael. Mm-hmm. Like after Art, the Ar- Archangel. Like, mm-hmm. I would. You're gonna save me. 
No, dude. Like, I just was like, no. Yeah. Like, that, no. that's scarier than the thing or, or fucking the shit. Well, I think, I think that's, that's why hell gets so much traction in, in religious yeah. conversation. You know, one of the, one of the, it's, it's funny you bring up Keanu Reeves and this, the, one of the, like my major, um, cause I, I, I told you before, like, I don't really get scared easy as mm-hmm. far as like the supernatural oh, and kind of stuff. But, um, the devil's advocate kind of, yeah. uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, Al Pacino, like, mm-hmm. that movie struck a chord in me. Like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why it just fucking hit me really hard, uh, because it's all about <clears throat> like, what if things are better? And if they mm-hmm. weren't, they're going to be really Yeah, bad. end of days scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that when I was a kid. Like, I don't think it was one of the first R-80 movies I saw, like, in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. But, like, within those first few years, seeing out of day. Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it was Pacino, too. Yeah. As the devil. Like, <laughs> they're, Pacino. Using, they're using everything. They're, they're using sex. They're using money. They're using lust. They're using love. Yeah. Using, like, and that, that seeing that as a young child... I didn't. I didn't get scared of the slasher films as mm-hmm. much as I got scared more yeah, about yeah. like the devil. Uh, mm-hmm. That that's where I got scared. That's interesting. Like I, even growing up religious, I was never really afraid of the devil. I I, I was I was afraid of vampires and actual people. Mm-hmm. So like the movies that that I saw that were about like I saw Ransom, which is not even a horror movie. <laughs> And I was scared to death that someone was going to kidnap me and make Ranch, me drink coffee. Yeah, I was more scared of people, too. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. by the time well, I was like, talking about vampires, like, blades coming out. Yep. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And growing up, like, going to church as a little ass kid, like, some yep. of these other movies were just so yeah. demonic. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and now, do you know what scares me? <clears throat> and I, I don't know. You hear my hands shaking? <laughs> Oh, shit. There are monsters that live upon us. And they look they, just like us. And they take the form of the person next to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. The person that you've known for years. Or somebody else. I mean, there are monsters upon us. Mm-hmm. But they don't show their faces like they do in movies. Mm-hmm. And that's the scariest part about this whole thing. I think is, that's why kids are afraid of the dark. They know... They know that there's something out there to be afraid of, and I'm tired of, but literally tired of like people brandishing mm-hmm. monsters, and and, and could have told me this before we watched like four monsters, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, dude. I'm I'm more scared about the I'm I'm more scared about the people that fucking do bad things, mm-hmm. like that take kids out of their homes and mm-hmm. and yeah. I, there there are monsters mm-hmm. in in our world and if i've ever said at this point in the podcast i don't believe in the devil the devil I do, is upon i us. do in the sense that greg's fucking talking yeah about seriously because like, <laughs> i believe in evil you mm-hmm. know I, mean, what I mean horror movies go so far and some of them touch base on certain things and certain aspects but yeah. literally it's undeniable and scary the amount of hurt that one human being can put on another human being. Mm -hmm. Well, Oscar Wilde was quoted as saying something along the lines of humanity is both the crown jewel and the scum of creation. Mm -hmm. Like we are both the best thing and the worst thing. And I mean, that, that goes with how we treat each other. We can be amazing to each other, you know, there, or or we can be absolutely atrocious. We can be amazing to to our environment or or terrible. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think the normal, the average person is both. Because, and it's not even intentional necessarily. Like the evil we do on a daily basis is accidental. So it's forgivable in a sense. Like we're almost everything in this garage is made of plastic. So if you want to really take a hard line on it, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm made of rubber. Um, (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But if, if you want to take a hard line on it, like the rape of the environment, does fall on our shoulders because we use so many so many plastics and we use so many <coughs> pardon me we do pollute the air so much but at the same time it's not like we're intentionally trying to fuck the earth we just this is the environment we were born into and we want to survive we got way off topic but <laughs> i mean no, it's, it, it's i think that topic. evil exists in everybody and it's and it's 
almost innate, except in certain exceptions where people I think, are. I think that's a perfect evil. analogy. It's like you could be 100% uh, eco friendly, mm-hmm. and it's like someone hands you a plastic bag with your shit when mm-hmm. you check out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like Stingy Jack. He's like at the bar, mm-hmm. and he's like, Devil says he's gonna pay for my drink. <laughs> and he's like, I don't wanna go to hell though. Yeah. So I. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, so I'm going to stop you. Why yeah. the fuck are we talking about plastics when there's real fucking shit going on? That is a real thing. We, we want to talk about recycling. Yeah. We can talk I, about recycling. I, I, yeah, I think, what are you talking about, bro? I'm talking about they're evil equal. in the world. It is It is all evil. They're equal. Right. The way we treat each other and the way we treat the world. Like, I'm saying we, ju- we burn like, this world to the ground. There's going to be no other people to be evil to. Understood. But yeah. before we're even able to do that, there's going to be people out there that are going to come for us. I was just saying more of the sense that people are going to be like, oh, you're not doing enough on your end, but I'm still making things worse little by little. Like, mm-hmm. you can always be trying the hardest you can, but... Just like Jack? <laughs> just like Jack, exactly. We don't have to be conniving exactly. to not go to hell. Like, Jack would be like... And maybe going to hell Jack isn't would be the like, worst give me a option. paper bag. To be honest with you? Jack would ask for a paper bag. That's all I'm saying. He's <laughs> no, not that bad, No, bro. the devil Jack. would ask for a paper yeah, bag, no, and Jack, Jack would ask for a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> Now, Jack can you put my groceries in this pumpkin or this plastic. turnip? Can I get a can I get a a, a pillowcase? <laughs> he, he get he buys potatoes to make shelves. <laughs> what? Oh, we're going back on the Celtic thing, like potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> no, I mean it, it, it's all circular at this point. But that there is evil that exists in the world, and it's not just aimed at person to person. And I, I I think as a father, you're definitely more aware of the person-to-person evil but at the same time we got to recognize we're evil in other ways too 100 percent, for sure and i i would agree with that <clears throat> i guess we're lucky enough right now where we don't live in a place where mm-hmm. like children are being snatched from yeah. their mothers on the street that literally <laughs> well not not in our homes yeah. like not personal now yeah. yeah yeah but it happens it does and I don't discount that at all. It's something that I'm afraid of constantly. So I don't. So we're talking about evil and mm-hmm. how it thrives. We just got to make it better, I guess. We're just, we be more aware. Be better to our. Just be more <clears throat> like Jack. Well, I think you're be you're like, you're like, always do, gonna do, have. Do we need to be more like Jack, where he's where he's he is the antagonist and and. And the bad person, but still, no. I, I think being like Jack is the is the wrong idea. But be more like Satan. Be more like Satan, because even <laughs> Satan, for for as as like if you're gonna stick with the analogy, like yeah, Jack no, is the, Jack is is the asshole who, who is <laughs> scams everybody out of everything and then is left with nothing. But Satan, at the very least, he has a pumpkin that he's willing to give or a potato that he's willing to give and light somebody's life. You can you can still be. Butter. Who you are, <laughs> like put some butter. We're, on we're some gonna. Potatoes. It's a spectrum, you know. Chives. Some people are worse than others, but Chives. everybody can be better. You can always light somebody's path a little bit, even if it's out of spite. Like get the fuck out of my hell. Here's a. That's here's a good an one, Jeff, Here's a number to put in a turn. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> you can carry it for an eternity. That's a good way to put it, dude. Honestly, light light somebody else's fire. Light mm-hmm. light your own fire. It. Be yourself, dude. Mm. I'm all about. I'm all about what you just said. Come on, baby. <laughs> I'm glad somebody is because I am already disagreeing with myself a little bit. No, I think I, I think I my my said. analogy was was somewhat no, I poorly think you're spoken. Right there, dude. I think you're, I think you're right. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I got I I kind of derailed the train a little bit, but I didn't take out the whole orphanage. Orphans, orphans. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I, just I and if if you want to circle back to, you know, where we were, you know, right after the story, I think a lot of a lot of what we can classify as as evil action is is manipulation of other people. So in this case where there's a there's a story about some dude who the the lesson is not to be a trickster and not to be a jackass to everyone you meet. The <laughs> What are you guys whispering about over there? <laughs> I'm the worst producer. Ever. I'm fucking shit up. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking with my eyes closed, and all of a sudden I see 
Are you conspiring against me? I'm afraid of everybody. We just watched <laughs> no, the thing. No, no, I don't yeah, trust yeah, either yeah. of you. Collusion. 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 Parano- we're inducing paranoia. paranoia. Where, where am I? I lost my Who train are of we? I mean, I missed, I missed, I missed no. my ticket. Honestly, let's bring him back to home. That's what I was doing. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was saying, like, you can take the story that we told... And you can recognize that it was it, it was bastardized, the season was bastardized, and it was used to manipulate people into being afraid, yeah. and so afraid that they weren't going to step out of line. Yeah, and I think that's where all horror films step into play, in my opinion. like They all happen around the same time. There's not really a usual summertime slasher. As far as with, without... I'm trying to think. Without... Uh, a serial killer involved. I mean, just just a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, yeah. Uncount the, the, son the, of the, Sam. The summer, the summertime yeah. murders are usually serial killers or yeah. s- movie series. Like I know what you did last summer. But so they you got all a point come there. out. They all come out around the same time, and they. And it's all about it's all about the season. It's seasonal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it definitely used to be. I think nowadays we we have we have, we have so. So been so fascinated with with the supernatural and with scary shit, and especially our generation uh, is is just we love horror movies and all things scary. That we are getting these movies as blockbusters occasionally, like The Conjuring, and we're getting you know Paranormal Activity. So this stuff is coming out all year round. Mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity may have come out in October, but regardless, um, regardless, you know that you do see an influx or or, or a, a spike in October. Mm-hmm. But it's become a year-round fascination. I don't know why we said this, but this is where we are. Well, no, I mean you're not wrong. I, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the genre in general. Right. <clears throat> I don't get scared easily, but other people do. I'm gonna make you a fan of the genre. Like, we'll see. let's take I'm a rabbit sure. trail here because I've seen some shit that you haven't seen. And I'm pretty sure you'd be shaking your boots on some shit I can give you right now. I'm not saying I'm gonna try and scare you, Greg. I'm not saying who's got bigger balls. I'm gonna scare. We can you. we can just agree that you have bigger balls. I'm good with that. Do you want to see my bat wing? Am I gonna scare you? <laughs> I'd rather see the goat. <laughs> I can give that to you too. No, but I'm I mean, I'm capable. I I think with some of the movies that we've lined up, even just for you know our October, I releases, appreciate the genre. Yeah, but I don't get scared easily. You don't have to be scared to enjoy the genre. You don't get scared, bro. Like I don't get scared watching don't these movies get either. Watching I movie. talked about. I you talk- don't want to get scared watching a movie. <laughs> I talked about what I get scared on. It's the real life monsters. It's not a. It's not about being scared. It's about enjoying scary things. There's mm-hmm. a difference. Like I watch horror movies sometimes to laugh because some of them are fucking goofy. That's, like that's kind of what I where I'm at. Is like, they I feel all, like they all. Kind I'm of still make a fan. I, I I don't get scared. But I'm a huge kind of make, fan of the They genre. all kind of make me laugh. It's like this this shit's not fucking real. Like yeah, it, 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 the, the 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 positions that people are put in and the segmentation of the killer or killers or the horror. Mm-hmm. It's it, it it's comical to me, dude. It's it's literally comical to me because it's not fucking real. Like, so you're telling me that even after we talked about how Scream was super realistic as far as why people did what they did, you can't you don't appreciate that as a. I'm not saying I don't appreciate form. it. I'm just saying I'm not scared of of it. Well, nobody's saying you're scared. I'm not trying to be like Big Dick Greg. Like I'm not. I it sounds like you're trying to be you're Big just Dick talking, Greg. You just did three podcasts about how scared you are about pumpkins and shit, bro. Dude, it's not about being scared of a movie. It's like, about enjoying. Like, we're not it, even yeah. t- like the gore and shit we're talking about in horror it's, movies isn't scary. You know, I, it's not real, so right. it's not. It's not scary. But the scary, the corniest movies just go ah. Right when yeah. you're looking away, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. That's the only time you can be scared. From and even a that's movie. just being startled. So that's that's, that's, you know. that's that's my problem with this this genre is like I'd I'd rather talk about a whole lot of other things that a whole lot That'd of other startled. movies that like have actual like function and substance. And, I am you know absolutely going to call the call this on the carpet. Not okay. you, but that that idea because okay. you're not the only person who thinks that way. Um, it is a common misconception that horror films don't have something to say, that they just want to be shock factor or scary. I would say that horror films, in the same way that science fiction films did 
and science fiction books books before that did, they address issues in ways that are subtle enough to get past your defenses. We've got horror movies, and we've talked about this before. We've got horror movies that address, you know, the AIDS epidemic, and we've 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 got horror movies that address racism and nationalism and these major issues, you know, the 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 crumbling family dynamic in The Shining, alcoholism, all of these major real topics that can be and should be discussed creep under the door in a horror movie and they don't punch you in the face. Not they nowadays. They're, they're not they're not, not up front. You're you're right. But not nowadays. I would disagree. I would disagree. I think there's still plenty to be said. Not every horror movie has something to say, but there are a lot of people out there who are making horror films. It's, we got to lay it down for the writers because they're the ones that are putting this stuff in there. But they're starting conversations. You Google just about any modern uh, horror film, and there's people out there talking about shit that's not technically in the movie because it made them think about it. And, and it causes and conversation. And it all starts on books. Say that again? It all starts on the, on the book. Mm-hmm. On books. I, I, just, I feel like there's a lapse in judgment. Um, between the writer versus the director, nowadays I feel like it, it's all uneasy and it's not well spoken and it's not done well. And I don't know. I I guess we can we can agree to disagree, but I I, I appreciate mm-hmm. the writing behind mm-hmm. it as you brought up, but mm-hmm. I I feel like it falls short on the delivery on most horror films. Like I, I'm sorry. Yeah, not not all horror films have something to say, but to discount the genre as having nothing to say is something that I do take personal offense with. Partly because I disagree with you, and partly because horror films are so much a part of who I am that I'm like, Greg doesn't like this part of me. <laughs> I, I love you, Joshua. No, no, no it, it's it, it's just my. It, I guess it's it's a frame of thought kind of thing. I, I yeah. think. I don't know. I don't know why. You're not the only person that that has that opinion. It's not like I don't appreciate the direction Mm -hmm. or filmmaking process. Mm -hmm. It's that the shit don't fucking scare me. And and then if it don't, it's qualified as a horror film. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, there's so many of those movies are like badass mystery films. You know what I mean? Beyond that. I get it. I get it. Like such a small. Like I like I like them because they're either super gory or it's like seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I That's mean? That's what I'm saying. It, like, it's, it's either suspense. Really, it's either suspense or it's shock value. But I mean, That's, the best the, there's, suspense there's only movies two are there's horror only two, movies. There's only two fucking like, avenues to take: suspense or gore. Like, it's well, not a, I mean, hold on. Yeah, you're you're kind of touching on something that is true of all storytelling. Like, there's really only seven stories you can tell. According to Kurt Vonnegut. I like the movie Seven. You're going to bring up Kurt Vonnegut? You're damn right I'm going to bring up God Kurt Vonnegut. God damn it, Fahrenheit. No, well, that, that was uh, Bradbury. Oh. Uh, Kurt Vonnegut was... Uh, Fahrenheit 451? That's Ray no, Bradbury. F- no, Fahrenheit 911. Michael McDonald. That was Mike, Mike Moore. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm sorry. I, I got all fucked up and twisted. What the fuck? You're probably thinking of uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. Slaughterhouse Five, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That I'm was sorry. Vonnegut. I totally fucked up. <laughs> no, I was almost there when you said Fahrenheit 9/11. Then I got confused. Um, so Vonnegut, <laughs> uh, I know it's funny. It's, so, it, no, Mike. According to a, 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 a lot of people, I, feel I respect about this shit. You know, it, Vonnegut it was one of kind of swooshes in together. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Vonnegut was, uh, according to a lot of people, I respect. Like I said, they Vonnegut was was one of the greatest American writers, and. He said there's really only seven, I think, seven stories you can tell. Off the top of my head, I don't know what they are, but if you really sit and break it down, there's not many. You can tell us a suspenseful story. <laughs> you, can tell, um, you, you can tell a funny story. You can tell a love story. You can tell an action story. You can tell a war story, which they can be different. And then you can tell you know, just personal stories. And there's not a whole lot of genre variation as far as the bare bones of the tale but we're not talking about the bare bones of the tale like the whole reason we do these movie podcasts is to get beyond the general structure and really talk about what makes things great really talk about you know why in john carpenter's case why he's able to have all of this great 
uh, practical effect work done or yeah. in <clears throat> in uh, uh, Tim Curry's case as an actor, how he's able to go into every role, still be himself and give distinctively different performances mm-hmm. depending on the story he's telling. He's not he's still he's still Tim Curry, but Tim Curry in Clue is not the same Tim Curry that is in Rocky Horror. So you've talked about characters and such, mm-hmm. but not about the plot. That, I told you the plot the plots are bare bones. They're that, all the that, same. That's I guess that's where I But that's true of action movies. I guess that's where I, Pick the pick your top like, 5 Brad Pitt movies and they're all like the same. I don't like fucking action movies either. Pick your your top 5 comedy movies. They're all the same. Well, yeah. If if, if you really want to want to have that gripe, you need to stop watching movies all together because they are all the same. But if if you're going to be that critical of the general concept of comedy or horror okay. or action, then you're missing the point because it's the, it's the minutia. It's the small things that happen in storytelling that matter. Like the story I wrote, like Reaper is not anything original. I literally took a whole bunch of myths and put them in a modern setting. You know who's done that? J.K. Rowling, Ian Colfer. Anybody Dozens of other authors. Anybody who's ever done their own art, yeah, my has, story has seen art is, yeah. before the, and has been influenced by it. Like I'd be mm-hmm. a liar if I said any song I made on guitar, like it's twelve notes. It wasn't some yeah. of one song and some of another song and some of another mm-hmm. song and some of another song. Even like yeah. the, the shit I'm most proud of. I guess I'm. I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I I appreciate you. And all I'm saying is. For some reason, the horror genre does not click with me. You know what I mean? It's, and that's totally fine. It's not for everybody. Yeah. I was just under the impression that you were dismissive of it. No. Given your statements. Greg, no, I mean, it can't be we, for everybody, Greg. Right. You're, not, you're not for everybody, Mike. This right. is for me. <laughs> this is for me. No, no. You're, you're, you're spot on. And I, I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. I just... I. You can, you are entitled to your opinions. I'm just going to if I and I'm going to hold on to that. Yeah, as I will. Well. I will disagree with you at times, but Amen. I still respect the fact that you have a brain in your head and we can have this conversation. Amen. You have one as well. <laughs> this is great. This is a great. We got brains in our heads. <laughs> we are biologically functional human beings. <laughs> yeah. So that might be a good spot for this. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Every movie is open for interpretation. Yeah. Every story in general. Every story. And it, it comes down to the minutiae. I mean, there's there's a reason that, um, you know, you can tell a love story in, say, take Vanilla Sky and then take uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. They're both love stories. They're both about finding... A person that you care about but <laughs> when you break down the 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 story 50 shades of gray is poorly written poorly put together and poorly structured and then vanilla sky has elements of of sci-fi it has yeah, elements right. of yeah. comedy it has yeah. elements of all of this stuff and it's just it comes down to the story weaver if you have a poor story weaver you're going to have a poor story but if you have a good story weaver you can take the most basic shit just like we do with our cocktails we yeah. don't we don't take top shelf liquor. Amen. We take basic shit that you can spend twenty bucks and and get three bottles of, of what you need and make a fantastic drink. Because it's not necessarily about the quality of the individual products, it's the quality of the creator. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> so that being said, let's do some plugs. <laughs> I enjoyed the tale of Jack. <laughs> it was a fun one. It was a fun one. So All stingy Jack, stingy Jack. I guess we're both stingy Jacks now. We're not willing to give up ground. That's okay. You can find me not stingy Jack. <laughs> Does that make me stingy? Jack? <laughs> I'm Lucifer. I'm still willing to give you a candle at the end of the night. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Price is Right 312. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Forgetful Writer 312. Um, you can find our other projects and endeavors at thepriceisright.com. That's W R I T E. 
um, you can listen to our other podcasts where we talk about movies or where uh, Fozzie interviews people, uh, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Feel free to check out our Patreon. We have some exclusives for our patrons. We appreciate the, the support. Um, shout out to, you know, Violet, Forrest, Steph. Thank you for supporting us in, in yeah, uh, everything so we guys. do. So thankful. And yeah, we've got some really good stuff coming for, your, for our, our, some good Patreon exclusives. Um, and then obviously we're going to have our, our usual stuff coming down the line. Fozzie Bear. Yeah, stay tuned. I think we've got a lot of stuff in the works. Um, I'm pumped to disagree with my man and agree <laughs> with him on some other stuff. But yes, Fozzie, Fozzie Man, the Fozcast. Check me out on Twitter. Talk soon. You guys can find me at Shastia Bands, B A N D Z, Twitter and IG. Check me out on IG though. I'm trying to get that going. It's like a barbecue and music page right now. So Hell yeah. if you like either of those things, get over. You like pulled pork? Yeah. There's some money shots. <laughs> We're going to go eat some, um, some so of Shasti's pulled pork now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that said, say goodbye.